Welcome to LSE Share Talk. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Steve Larat. Uh, that's S Larat on Twitter. Um, Steve's going to be speaking to me today about the concept that he's devised called Steve's Shares. Hello, Stephen. How are you today, mate? Hi, I'm good there. Thank you. How are you? Not too bad. Now, Steve and I uh, know each other uh, on Twitter. Um, I'm on Twitter as Conquers3 and we've been conversing for a little while now, Steve. Now, we've, we've both got the same sort of ideas about um, the, the need for research and for people to get unbiased opinions, etc. But you've taken it to another level, really, um, especially when you um, got involved with 88E, as we spoke to spoke about before. Now, what I want you to do, Steve, this morning is just to give people and listeners just a, an overview of Steve Shares, the reason why you came up with the concept, the reason why you think it's important, etc., etc. As you just said there, um, back in, you know, six, seven months back, 880 was a massive share and it's seen the biggest rises on any market that I've sort of known or heard of for quite some time. And I effectively championed that stock. I was giving out research, information, my trains of thought, what the drill expected. Then I worked out sort of oil in place, etc., etc. Now people utilized me and my information to help themselves make a better investment choice. So whereas other people were saying, you know, this has gone this far, so on and so forth, I was able to say to them, no, look at this, based against all of these other stocks, the share price should be, and back then I obviously stated a guess, 4p by end of February, and that was back in December. So based upon that research, I was able to show people how I came up with that. And I was 10 days out on that, I guess. So because of that, obviously, Alex from LSE Share Talk invited me on to obviously do blogs, etc. for that, to put that information out there and to help people with that concept. Yeah. Now, there are several people that do sort of blogs, if you like, or, you know, put information out about companies, but it's a case of who to believe when it comes to those sort of portholes, if you like. Yeah. Now, LSE Share Talk are unique in the fact that they obviously provide investors and the companies a platform to communicate with each other. So what the concept is behind Steve Shares is it's to offer a chance for the average PI to get information from champions of stocks. And what LSE Share Talks is obviously done and I'm obviously doing with them is by saying what's trending is there a stock up and coming that you want to be aware of is there you know a niche little company that no one's talking about on social media 
So what this is about is, for instance, obviously I've put two blogs out so far. Yeah, and they've been very well received so far, Steve, yeah. Yeah, absolutely amazing response. The, the, the first blog, everyone was put, putting across messages to me via direct message. Yeah. And I was able to answer those, obviously, on the, the second blog. And with the second blog, I started drawing people's attention to the hashtags to use. So, for instance, several people were asking questions about CTAG off the first blog. You know, is it yeah. a good entry point? What are the deals on the table, etc., etc. Now, if people aren't within talk groups or if your followers and friends on Twitter aren't talking about that company, you don't know where to start. You can do your basic research as you would normally do, going on the company website and researching that way. But what this enables people to do, and the concept's already been proven, several people came on straight away after this second blog and over the weekend, and they were able to give fair, unbiased information, for instance, on the companies that could be utilising the product. They came on and they said, this is this, this is that. And one of the posters came on and said, this person knows more about this company than anyone I know. So he came on and literally within four or five messages, he was able to give out the information and the knowledge that he's accumulated and kudos to him for giving that information out freely and unbiased. He answered the question that the person was asking in reference to CTAG and that has enabled people off the back of that question to see that there is potentially there deals on the table and potentially there more upside in the share. So they're getting a bro so from the champions, Steve, let me just get this right. From the champions that are out there in various different stocks, if you enable them a platform to just share that information, they're then enabling others to glean that information to make an asserted decision as to whether or not that's an investable stock for them. Exactly. Now right. this is just the proportion of the blog yeah. that is looking at Trending, trending stocks, stocks yeah. or stocks that are in the news now what i've said and this is the easiest way to look at this with the hashtag lst which is comprised of lse share talk so those three initials lst and then the ticker of the company we can distinguish between the normal hashtag then C tag, for instance. Yeah. And then with tagging me in, people can follow me or follow LSE Share Talk. And with those tickers in there, any stock instantly can be answered by people via that LST hashtag yeah. to find the stocks 
and the champions of those people. Yeah. So there might be a thousand people, you know, like myself, I've got over a thousand people, but only one or two of them might be involved with a certain company. Yeah. Yeah. So if you put out a tweet saying, oh, do you know about this company? Those people might only be doing it on a whim or on a punt. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this enables people to get relevant information mm-hmm. from sources who have done thorough research, who have done the research already, yeah. and people that are willing to give that research up. Yeah. Again, it only takes a minute or two of someone's time to be able to share that knowledge and share that information. Yeah. So the sh- sharing the links, the sharing some of the research that they've done on top of that. Mm-hmm. And sharing potential communications that they've had with other experts that they've found themselves. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's almost like a tree. Yeah. If you if you've got even ten followers, it doesn't matter. You can use this porthole to find the people that are championing, you know, ch- champions of those stocks. Yeah. Now, now, Steve, I, I noticed that when you started this concept. That you 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 branched out because I know your 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 um, area of expertise is, is mainly resource stocks and aim stocks. But you you were looking at on the first one you looked at Arm Holdings, which obviously is a, a you know a multi billion pound stock. And you talked you talked more recently about EasyJet and you talked about SAB Miller. So it's not just about Arm stocks and tiny tiddlers, is it? No, definitely not. I mean a- AIM stocks, massive risk, massive reward, but. If you have a look at certain companies over the years, um, for instance, on the second blog, I've covered Lloyd's. Yeah. Now, the government bought their shares at 75p, as I've noted there. Yeah. Lloyd's is making a profit of £4.2 billion, and they're starting to pay dividends. So if you've got a massive proportion of money there is potentially there an upside versus a downside. Now, if you look historically at Lloyd's, at one point, their shares were down at 25 pence per share. And over the course of not too long a time period, they were up at just under a pound per share. So massive company, not a lot of risk involved at that point in time, historically against the share price. So it's a case of if people are involved in that stock, they can talk about it. If people want to see potential, not in a very high risk, high reward based scenario on AIM, then there are potentially other stocks you can look at. Um, Some of the stocks I've had a look at recently, the spread on the share price has been around about 20%. Wow. so straight away, as soon as you buy, say, a thousand pounds worth in that stock, you've got to make twenty percent up straight away. Yeah, and that's excluding your charges. To as break well. even, yeah. So especially if you're using like a brokerage service, mm-hmm. and they want to charge sort of one percent, two percent. So you know, straight away, for every thousand pounds you've invested you've got to be making back 22 23 percent just to get to break even. just to break even whereas you look at a company like lloyd's the spread for every share you buy at 50p you lose about a quarter of a penny mm-hmm. so you buy a thousand pounds worth there 
and you've only lost a, a few pounds. So, you know, there are other investment opportunities that potentially could do very well if you're willing to be patient. Okay. Now, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is that, is, is there going to be a, a time where, um, with your Steve Shares concept, that you're going to be listing who, who certain champions are of the stock after they've proven themselves, um, say, over a three to six month period? And you can say for CTAG, for instance, or for um, KRS, or for Sound Energy, or for NMG, or SAB Miller, for instance, that you're going to have a list of these are the experts that we've found thus far. You might want to follow them on Twitter or on on um, the London Southeast Forum or this forum. Is that a consideration you got, you've got? This blog I have done not for me. There's no hard and fast shell around what the concept is. So it's going to just evolve. You're going to this is it. very, very dynamic. Yeah. It will evolve. Okay. Now, there's certain people obviously to be followed if you like yeah there's people that are willing to give out time and information mm -hmm. and there's certain history for instance within certain people and you can actually see if they're ones to follow or ones not to follow so for, for myself for instance 880 i've called um, I've mentioned H&R and those stocks have done both very well. Yeah. If obviously you've had the time, the patience and the forethought to protect your initial investment, you, you could have traded them an average sort of return on 880 with my followers has been somewhere between 800 and 1100%. So £1,000 invested there would have made, on average, say £10,000 return. Yeah. And then if they had put that with H&R and sliced at an average um, buying price of, say, 15 pence with that one and out at sort of around about 50 pence, although it went to 70-odd pence there, yeah. you know, just that, those two trades in itself, you could have turned 1,000 to 10,000 and then 10,000 to sort of 50,000 pound region. Yeah. So you don't need to have a lot of trades. You just need to find the correct companies yeah. in which to deal with. So there are people out there that do this. There are people out there that have got a good relationship with the stocks they're in yeah. and you know dynamics of different trading aspects yeah i think the difficulty is steve as you as you found um having spoken with with, with numerous you know hundreds of individuals is that if you're a newbie um or a new person trading on aim and i'm not sure why but you know the, the stats show that most people start on aim because they think it's a bit easier i'm not sure why that is but the newbies start on aim and they find certain people and they think certain ones are trustworthy, that they're, they are knowledgeable and invariably um, they choose to follow the wrong people. And I say to everybody that listens to me and I'm coach and mentor, follow nobody, you know what I mean, until they've proven themselves. Do your own research. But invariably, I don't know whether it's lazy or whether it's lack of time, people tend to follow certain people without doing thorough research on the research that they found. 
Yeah, f- for sure. Um, I mean, you interviewed me in my Conquers Corner. Yeah. And I've I've always said, trust no one. It's your money that you're investing. For every hour you work, if you got paid eight pounds, if you're putting a thousand pounds into a stock, then what is a relevant timescale on doing research? Now, there are people out there that sit there and say, oh, buy this, buy that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would be selling this, selling that. Yeah. Ask those people for facts and information or as to whether or not it is, you know, the information that they're providing is correct. Indeed. Are they qualified to do that? Mm-hmm. With a lot of AIM stocks, a lot of people sit there and talk about charts, but... AIM stocks are sentiment driven. Uh, no, yeah, ninety percent of the time. Obviously, the, some good news comes and some good news goes, and that yeah, you know, gets people um, moving the stock in that way. But like you say, yeah, a lot of sentiment there. And and that's the key thing about the research. If you can find a company that's equivalent to several other companies, it's undervalued, for instance, and it's got more cash in the bank, and it's due roughly the same or similar news that's what the key thing you've got to be able to find these little niche stocks that have got more potential than others in the same genre yeah and this blog will enable people to differentiate between different stocks so that there's been several companies for instance like SeaTag cloud tag mm-hmm. and they've done extremely well in the past and then they've gone gone bust so it's yeah. like what's the difference and people that are champions of those stocks will be able to show you the difference mm-hmm. so yeah it, it it's a good concept yeah. it's been proven already yeah. i've had lots of questions lots of feedback and it's a case of getting the questions and the thoughts out there. So, and each week I put out a thought of the week, as I've called it. Yeah. And it's just a, a nice little roundup of general thoughts. So, for instance, first week it was about the media constant doom and gloom you know everything at post brexit is yeah the brexit thing hit you know everyone. not looking good yeah it hit, but, well, it hit, well, it hit everyone hard didn't it and so you know the media did not know what the result was going to be they all assumed no. it's going to be um a, a remain win and the raw court you know to use the term with the pants down and they didn't know what was going to happen and then it, then it was panic and now we've got the FTSE higher than it was you know the 24th of, of of, of, of June, May. Yeah, I mean, um, the, the losses on the day, even though, you know, the major things that got hit were the banks and the, the, the housing sector. Yeah. And when you actually sit there and look at the overall FTSE 100, for instance, was there any need for the doom and gloom? And it's still going on on yeah. sort of BBC yeah. news, for instance. You know, yeah. co- constant doom and gloom. I think that I think that's and, because they're sorry. I think that's because they're focused on GDP growth and 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 trade negotiations around the world and the fact that you know um, Theresa May still doesn't have a plan. So the, there is that. I'm not saying there's a need for it, but there's going to be. It's going to continue for a little while until the plan is in place. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be uncertainty going yeah. forward, 
but the, the the true facts of the matter are we buy more products from Europe mm. than they buy off us. Yeah. So I've always used the expression, have a look outside on the on the street of your cars. Yeah. 80% of them are from Europe. Yeah. Will they stop us trading with Europe? Simple answer to that is no. That's good. That's a good point. I mean, I wanted to touch on some of the stocks, Steve, that have done, or one particular stock that's done extremely well, uh, post Brexit and year to date, right? And this is what I, I try to reiterate to people: that it's not if you if you want to have successful stocks, you don't always have to go for rapid, rapidly growing, looking for a bagger sort of stocks. Yes. Yeah. One of the one of the the, the best year to date stocks can actually be found in the FTSE 100. Right, yeah. it's, a, it's an eight billion pound company. Right, everyone knows what its name is, but very few people have ever, have ever seen them talking about it. Only a handful of people have been talking about this stock. It doesn't trend anywhere, right? And that stock is called Rand Gold Resources, ticker symbol RSS. Year to date, it's up 117 percent. Right, it started the year in January. It was something like I don't know, 42 quid or something like that. Yeah, it's now ninety pounds. Yeah. Right? That's a FTSE one hundred. You don't need to be going into AIM blindly, not doing your research, to have successful returns in your portfolio, guys. And girls. And this is what this blog is about. Yeah. Um that ties in nicely with my thought of the week. From the, the last two weeks, there's been several billions and when i say several billions um one of the companies has just been offered 104 billion you know and we're talking there it isn't small beans but british companies are being offered round about those sort of sums of money for takeovers um and that's just based on the fact that the currency has dropped so it's becoming sort of more open if you like to you know cheap buy-ins and cheap deals on the table so with all of this doom and gloom about the british economy would external money be coming in to do buyouts if our company and our economy was so bad and you know there needs to be a balanced level out there of what is actually happening and this blog will actually depict a nice balanced view on what's happening and what's not happening. Okay. Now, so, now you've done two so far, Steve. Is the plan to continue to do them and post them out each Friday um, yeah. half past four onwards? Is that, is that the idea? Yeah. Um, what, I, what I generally tend to do uh, is get the blog over to the NSE Share Talk team after close of play on the Friday at half past four. Yeah. There could be something, and it happened last week, where a deal came back on the table just after four o'clock for one of the the stocks that I've covered. Yeah. So I had to quickly re-edit it so it was factual and up-to-date, and it was there for all to see over the weekend to comment on. So that, obviously, come Monday morning, if it was a trade you were interested in, you could have a, a chance and an option to get all of the information there ready to go. 
So, um, just a few other bits about the blog. We do a LSE share talk roundup. So for people that don't go chasing around, you know, week in, week out, day in, day out, doing trading, if they want just a, a comprehensive roundup of what LSE share talks has done that week, it involves all of the interviews, all of the updates of the companies that we've featured. And it's got obviously your Conquer's Corner segment. Yeah. And it is literally a nice little paragraph of each company, what the interview and update was about, what your interview is about, and what the person's about. So, first week was obviously. Uh, I forgot her name. <laughs> Catherine Starts. Catherine, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Hypnothera hypnotherapy trading, yeah. Yeah, and I just needed to touch on that to say this is a unseen sort of aspect. Do you need to be chasing rainbows or can you have a look at your trading platform in a different light? And it's so undervalued. And the, the interview, even though I've been trading and I've done extremely well with my stock picks over the last seven or eight years, I still find it fascinating to sit there and think, actually, I could be doing something different here. Well, it's, it's, not, and, it's, not, it's not just about difference, Steve. I think um, as traders and investors, there's always room for improvement. We're always learning something every single day. And I think that's the beauty of, of, of the Conquest Corner stuff is that there's people out there that have got 30 years experience been fund managers, been around the world, and they are still learning. <clears throat> and they're, and, Definitely. And they're, and they're generously for, um, giving up that, that knowledge to, to our listeners. I think that's what the beauty of it is. Definitely. It, it, the stock market is a dynamic, so we need to be dynamic within our trading. Yeah. So, again, what would have been brilliant five, six years back, for instance, in the oil and gas industry, nowadays could be seen as something very very negative yeah so you've got to constantly evolve and change Agreed. And, and this blog helps with that dynamic yeah yeah so um one of the other titles on the blog is about an interactive hotspot so i had several messages asking me what is the best rns alert service out there and lots of people obviously shared the thoughts and in regards to that, it's got the hashtag. Again, you can find the blog on the LSE ShareTalk website, or you can come back to me and ask for the link. My hashtag is at S-L-A-R-R-A-T-T-1, and it's all linked, obviously, onto my personal account there. And the hashtag for the interactive hotspot is hashtag LSTWH and that's for what's hot so that's obviously the trending question that I had this week and again I had lots of feedback and positivity surrounding that and the last one is what's on next now I put on there what's on next week but it's a case of if you found a niche little company somewhere and you think that's going to be the next big trending stock or the next stock to have a massive piece of news to make a massive gain 
or if you've seen something that might be you know a little bit controversial and you think hang on people might want to know this in reference to this stock Mm -hmm. that is on there for that purpose so the hashtag for that is lst w o n so lst one and that's for what's on next so again it's just about spreading information spreading news and being interactive with other people outside your normal circles so that we can get a better understanding of what shares are out there and what is trending okay there's one aspect i was i was thinking steve is that you're going to have these champions you're going to have these forums you're going to have these groups and people are going to are going to disseminate information to you to say look I'm, I'm intrigued about this i want to know more about that is there going to going to, going to is there going to come a point whereby you've got enough of a of, of a, a trending sort of situation whereby you can then take that and approach or ring or contact a CEO or a CFO at that company to get those answers, those questions answered? Well, that that is obviously back to the basis of what LSE Share Talk is here for. You know, the, the concept is sharing information between shareholders, investors in certain companies. And we act obviously as that conduit for people to come to us. Now, if people come to us and say, right, we've got this brilliant little company here. I've got this information on it. This is the potential. No one's covering it. Now, if people come to us on that respect, it is a case of if they come to me and say, could we do a question and answer session? There is no reason at all why I can't put together, for instance, a Q&A session, send it over to the company. We could then potentially be looking at covering them from a PR sort of aspect yeah yeah and you know we're here for the pis as well as the ceos so we've got the ceo aspect off to a t and i just want to be here from a pi's point of view to give them unbiased information to give them unbiased research and to give them a voice and a platform to gather information and knowledge from other people that are already involved with those companies. So there is definitely things that we can do to help people. We can act as a go-between. I would rather instead of 100 PIs approaching a company and the company going, I I haven't got time to answer those questions. The majority of the time, all of those questions are the same. Yeah, yeah. If they came to us with those questions and we said, we do this, this is our ethos, would you be willing to do a QA and a session? Use us as a porthole, that's what we're here for. There's a very, very easy concept from a CEO's point of view. If he's got 100 messages in an inbox, he hasn't got the time to answer them. If we send one email saying, this is who we are, this is what we do, would you be willing? The majority of the time, the CEOs say yes, because they can get the information, they can answer the questions in their own time, normally within a day or two, and then we can put that information out to the people that are following under those hashtags, under those remits. So, and I think the important thing to do, and 
to date it's working is sign up to LSE Share Talk. You're not going to be impaled by a million emails. It is literally an email every now and then with a title saying, this is what we've done. So for instance, my blog goes out once a week. You might miss it on Twitter. You might miss the hashtag. So go on to LSE Share Talk website, sign up to it, and you will literally get an email that you can open up at your own leisure across the weekend and catch up on what is happening. That's the easiest way yeah. to get that information. Then you're not thinking, oh, what what have they done? Yeah. What have I missed? What have I missed, yeah. It's literally it's straight into your email inbox and you can utilize it at your own time. If there's a company in there that you're interested in, brilliant. If there's a company in there that you're invested in, brilliant. You might be able to give people the information that they want, need, and you know require to make a better informed decision. And on the flip side, if you look at the companies and think, no, too risky for me, not interested in them, or I've had a look at them, I've done the research, you can just delete the email. You know, there's no harm. The more information you've got, the better prepared you can be. Okay, dope. Now, Steve, I really appreciate you coming on to, to share that information about your new concept, Steve Shares. Um, I wanted to thank you and just reiterate that um, for those that wish to um, to get up to speed, just need to follow Steve on Twitter at estlarat one and also follow LSE Share Talk on Twitter. I've been Conkers3. It's been a pleasure, Steve, and we'll speak again, sir. Thank you very much. That's brilliant. And don't call me sir. That's my <laughs> dad's name. It's I, Steve. I did that on purpose, mate. All right, Steve, speak to you soon, mate. Thank you very much for your time, Conkers. Thank you. Take care, mate. Look forward to seeing you next blog on Friday. Indeed. Thank you very much for your time. Take care. God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.